Hello and welcome back to Coffee Thoughts Podcast. My name is Brayden Barry. It's good to hear you. Good to see you. I mean, I can't even hear or see you, but it's good to have you on here. And I hope uh, it's good to hear this podcast again. Um, as you can tell, I haven't made one of these in a while. A little bit rusty on the intro, um, but here we are. I hope that I uh, hope that y'all are doing well out there, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I haven't made one of these in quite a while since uh, before I went on tour. I think I, I don't even I don't even remember the last time, but uh, I felt compelled, been feeling compelled to make one uh, for the last little while, just to kind of you know touch base with you guys and you know give some updates and just kind of you know talk about some stuff. So I always like to start off with some updates, obviously. Um, so kind of what's been going on with Say We Can Fly is I I just did a tour with Second Hand Serenade and Dangerous Summer. Uh, which went up until Christmas, and then uh, I just dropped a new song yesterday, or two days ago, or three days ago, I don't know, a couple days ago, with uh, Drop Gun, which is a DJ duo from Russia. It's a cover of Reminds Me of You by Kid Leroy and Juice World. It's really cool, so if you want to check it out, it's up on Spotify. And uh, yeah, and then I have, uh, have some new music coming out as well. I'm looking to release uh, an acoustic song next, um, and then after that, I'll be putting out some more emo rap. Um, probably three or four tracks. And then the live album that I did on this tour, which is 15 songs, I did a, a really cool mix of uh, some older stuff. I did like Scars, Art of Anesthesia, Distance That Took You Away, Here's My Heart, um, some newer ones like Knuckles, The Lighthouse. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited about that. I've always wanted to do a live album, and I finally kind of figured out how to do it. And it was really special because I, I was able to not only capture, you know, like my my favorite tour, you know, my dream tour, which was with Secondhand Serenade, but also kind of, you know, a tour during a time that is, you know, unprecedented for for touring and. and you know, the world is still in a very strange kind of place. So it was special for a lot of reasons because I feel like the shows and the people that were there, it was just a different vibe, you know? So it was cool to be able to capture the magic of, of the shows, you know, cause you can hear the crowd, you can hear everybody there. And, you know, I kept in a lot of the stuff that I said before and after songs. And, uh, it was, it was cool because it was like, you know, I have one shot to do this song. I have to do it perfectly or, you know, I have to do it um, one time through, I don't have a chance to, to edit or, you know, retake, you know, so all the songs are played through once and it, you get exactly what I played. So it was really fun to do that. So that'll be coming out later this year. And then of course I still have beneath the roses, uh, which I am going to be releasing after that, uh, with knuckles as well as a kind of a precursor. So I have like, I have a ton of music and kind of the reason, cause I, I feel like I don't explain this clearly enough. The reason that I, you know, am always like, making new stuff before I release what I have is because right now I, you know, I, I am on uh, life or death records, which is, uh, was, uh, previously we are triumphant. So I basically just, you know, I, I have, um, had to fulfill another EP with them, which is going to be the emo rap. So that's, that's why I, um, you know, I just decided, you know, for both of us, it's, it's best to, to self-release beneath the roses. So that's why, you know, I haven't put it out yet. Um, and I, you know, n nothing against them. Like I love Greg. I love working with them. They're a great label. Um, it just makes the most sense, to, you know, to do the emo rap stuff with them. Uh, so that's that's kind of that's kind of you know the reason I haven't put out the other stuff yet. Um, so I'm really excited to to you know get the emo rap, and I, and I'm excited about the emo rap that I'm working on too. I just uh, I've been working on it recently, and um, 
yeah, there's some really cool songs. So, so that'll be coming out and stay cozy that we have a sale going on this weekend, February 4th to 7th, which is uh, hoodies are buy one, get one half off, buy two, get one free and so on. Um, we're going to be bringing in some new pieces, hopefully for Valentine's day. Um, and then, you know, throughout the new year, we're always looking to, to continue to add new designs. Uh, shout out to my partner, Sean Lewis at stake, um, at tier level threads, the whole team there is amazing and they are, you know, responsible for all the printing and fulfillment and, you know, huge reason that I've been able to continue stay cozy and to scale it. And, uh, I'm just really thankful to have them around. And then lastly, uh, I've been working on the score for another, for a TV show, which was also by sideways dog production, uh, productions, my good friends, Jake and Andy, who did cup of cheer. So they asked me to do the score for their new TV show, um, sunshine city so i'm really looking forward to finishing that up um it's been really cool it's a really interesting cool score so um that's pretty much it for the updates i mean you know i had a I had a great time on tour it was uh i mean it was a really as far as the tour itself it was the easiest you know most friendly tour, you know welcoming tour that i've ever done like second and serenade the dangerous summer are you know some of the nicest people I've ever met, and and you know people say that about other people on tour, but genuinely, you know they they were so down to earth and friendly, and it's like, especially when you really look up to somebody like you know like Second and Serenade, like you you know it's kind of it's it's hard to, especially when you know for me it was like I'm gonna be on the road with him for like two months, so. I have to kind of ma- find a way to be like, Hey man, like you're the reason I started music, but also, you know, let's just hang out. And it's, I have a hard time doing that, you know, cause I'm, I'm still kind of an awkward person and, and uh, I overthink, I overanalyze. So, but he, you know, they made it so easy. Like John was just so friendly and just be like, dude, like just hang out with us, like your family and, you know, watch my set. He even like asked me to come up and sing vulnerable with him every single night of the tour. And, and, you know, we still keep in touch and it was just like such an, such a friendly environment. It was my first tour sober. Um, you know, not, I haven't had a drink in, you know, almost, well, it'll be two years in the summer. So it's been, it's been quite a while. So that was a whole new experience. Um, and it, it was just so much easier and so much better for me personally, you know, just to be able to focus on, you know, f- just playing the shows and not, not feeling like garbage every day and, you know, just like actually getting sleep. And it was really nice. And I had, I have such a great crew, James and Dakota, some of you guys would have met them on tour. They're such good guys and really, you know, depended on them a lot and they uh you know they're just some of the best people ever so tour was really cool and it gave me a good perspective on things you know i hadn't toured in a couple of years because of everything going on in the world and uh it just kind of opened up a part of me that had probably been dormant for a, for quite a while um and so that was really good you know um but you know kind of where where i'm at now and, and partially kind of what i want to talk about a little bit today is um you know social media and i you know, I've talked about this on podcasts before, um, but I, you know, I've, uh, I've just really, and I've always gone back and forth with it, you know, in, in my life and in my career. And it's, it's always been something that has obviously been a big part of my career. And, you know, I, I've just, I've really hit a point in my life, you know, and you can see this kind of by, you know, my, my patterns on there. I don't really, I post, like, you know, sometimes I'll go a month, a month and a half without posting anything, but you know, I, I've really hit a point where I truly feel like I don't, I just don't want to, um, you know, integrate my energy so much with that anymore because for a multitude of reasons, it just, it doesn't make my, it doesn't make my soul feel good. It doesn't make me feel good. 
you know, anytime I open social media, I just, I get anxious. I don't feel like happy or peaceful or excited like I used to. It's just, it's turned into something else. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But I think the main thing is, is that how social media has evolved over the years. I just haven't been able to keep up with it. You know, I haven't been able to learn all the new algorithms and, and, you know, pump out content in a way that I've, you know, you pretty much have to in order to, to be on the surface of social media now. And because of that, I think it's kind of shift. It's really, you know, anytime I go on there, I don't like all I, you know, subconsciously focus on is like, well, I don't get as many likes as I used to. I don't get as many comments, you know, other people have millions of views on like, you know, a TikTok or something. I have like a thousand views on a piece of music that I put my whole soul into, you know? So there's a lot of those, that kind of thinking going on, which is part of the reason. Part of it is also, you know, just being a bit older now, it's just not, I, I just don't enjoy it. You know, to me, yeah, I don't, I don't mind posting. Like I like to post and share like, Hey, I have a piece of music. I have some merch. I like, I like to share when I have new stuff available and you know, when I have a creation to show you like that, I like to use it for that. Just so, you know, people are aware of things and people can, you know, can experience whatever I'm making. But aside from that, I don't, you know, I don't feel the same kind of like, I want to just talk to strangers all day. I want to like respond to messages. I want to respond to comments. Like I just, even like knowing about other people's lives, like seeing videos and seeing pictures, I just don't have the same desire. It's almost to me is just like, you know, it's like having a glass house or something and just having all these people standing outside, like looking at everything you're doing, commenting on it. And then you just being like, Hey, just come in, you know, like I, I just, I, 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 I understand the value now of, you know, keeping my personal life and keeping my life in general kind of separate and, and putting a barrier up between me and social media. It's not, you know, it's nothing personal against anybody. It's just mostly, I don't, I don't, I don't feel the same way about it anymore. Um, and partially because I, you know, I, I, I realized that it doesn't really have that much of an effect on my, on my actual career as a whole. Um, I feel like the way I've built it up, I'm very blessed to kind of be in the position I am now. Cause I've put in a decade of work of, you know, just like doing as much as I can and building like actual genuine connections with people, um, you know, which I feel like is the kind of the foundation and, and the reason why I don't need to be like hustling on social media all the time. Um, but you know, part of, I guess kind of what I, what I want to talk about a little bit too is, is, you know, kind of how I feel about, cause I, I don't, I'm not really like an opinionated person. Like I am, but I don't, I don't express them that much. I don't, I, I see genuinely or generally see, you know, more, more use in kind of keeping them in internal. Um, you know, just as an example, it's like, you could, you know, I, I just don't, sometimes don't understand. I see like celebrities or musicians or actors, like, you know, making tweets about their political views or something or, you know, which is cool. Like, I'm not saying like, don't get behind things you believe in, but sometimes it's like, you know, when your job is to, you know, entertain people or your job is to, you know, be a musician and like write music and create things to give to people, I, you know, no matter what you say, you're going to alienate people. And I, I've always, I've always tried to maintain, you know, and, and there's, I've had a couple slip ups some things I've said, you know, or tweeted, but for the most part, I, I've really tried to maintain like, I, you know, none of that, like, that's not the space that I'm trying to like create, you know, and with my career, with social media, with say we can fly. Like, I don't care, you know, who you voted for, you know, what you believe, you know, what religion you are, like, what you call people, like, you know, what you refer to people as, like what your beliefs are on anything. I just like, it doesn't matter to me because I feel, you know, music transcends that for me and like art transcends that. It's not about that. So regardless of what my personal opinions are, views are, you know, I don't, I don't tend to share those because, you know, I don't want to alienate anybody because I don't know why people believe the things they do. And I'm not, I'm not, it's not my place to tell you that you're right or wrong. 
Um, so I just like to kind of give my music and give my creations like unbiased and just say, Hey, it doesn't matter where you come from. Like th- these are yours, you know, I'm not going to judge you for whatever you're doing or what you're thinking. Um, and you know, that's, I'm not going to lie. That's been pretty hard, you know, especially like in recent years, um, you know, to, to kind of st- stand by that. And the reasons it's hard is because social media has evolved so much to the point of, you know, you know, sometimes like if you don't make a post, you're, you're part of the problem. You know, the things that people come up with are just like mind blowing, you know, to, to find a way to point the finger at, at you or at anybody, you know? Um, and, and that, that's part of what has turned me off so much from social media is to see what it's done to he, to the human race as a whole. And obviously I'm not, you know, it's not all bad. There's a lot of good things about it, but the, you know, the negative aspects stick out more, I think for a lot of reasons for me. And part of that is because I've always tried to maintain, you know, kind of like a a centered stance and, and not make people feel like I lean one way or the other on things because it's just not, that's not why I'm making music. And like, you know, we can have those conversations on a personal level. Like I, I'm not here to use my music platform for that. Um, and, and it's, it's gotten increasingly tough because, you know, I feel like now one of the reasons is like the things that get the most traction on social media usually are, you know, things that lean one way or the other, or, you know, things that are negative toward one side of a, a situation or, you know, positive t- toward one side of a situation. Like social media is a, for a lot of time, you know, especially Twitter and, and Facebook is like, they're kind of like, they leverage that. And, you know, it's hard because you, you making a post about like, here's a song I made, like, you know, it doesn't matter as much as like, Hey, here's like the reasons I hate this group of people or like this group of people is wrong. And here's like this, like sad story that happened. Like that's what gets views. That's what gets attention now. Um, for the most part, you know, at least that's, that's been my kind of perspective, you know, my experience with it. So for, you know, for those reasons, it's been a little bit harder to want to be on social media because a lot of time it feels like for me with what I do, it's like kind of wasted effort, you know? I'd rather put that effort into my life or into learning something new or just, you know, spending a bit more time working on things like outside of that. So, you know, for that reason, um, you know, I, and I think another reason is that um, it, it kind of makes me sad. Like it genuinely, you know, something I've struggled with a lot. It's just like it makes me sad to see how like how it allows people to view each other now and treat each other. And like, I know we all we all, you know, have our judgmental moments toward people. And like, no matter what you say or what you do, you're always thinking things that you're never going to say to people. It's like, we're built to, to judge people as soon as we meet them, you know, biologically, that's just how we survive and how we, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to act on it, but you know, we obviously we're like separating people into categories, you know, mentally. And that's just kind of how we operate as humans. But I think what it's really done is it's really, it's like, you have to, you have to identify with something, you know, you have to identify with a group of people or, you know, a cause or something. And it's almost just like, if you don't identify with something, then, you know, what are you, you know, what are you doing? Like, where's your place? Like, you know, what do you stand for? And it's like, you can't, it's like, it's almost like you just, isn't, it's not okay to just like not identify with things and just like be yourself and, and like, you know, just whatever. I, I feel like it's, that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it works anymore. And I feel like, you know, if you understand like, you know, Buddhism or spirituality or just, you know, anything like any kind of basic kind of like you know attachment is suffering and i feel like that's i mean that's kind of the basis of you know trying to attain like any kind of spiritual enlightenment you know 
is like when you realize like the more you're attached to things, the more you suffer and the more, you know, the more you're attached to your ego and the harder it is to, you know, function through life in a flow state, in a balanced state. And we're all guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. As much as I, you know, feel like I understand these ideas, I still struggle with that because I live in the world and I'm a human. Um, But I feel like social media you know, it encourages that more. So I feel like in a lot of ways it drives people further from what I call, you know, what I would call home, you know, or source or God, or just like, you know, living through that kind of flow state of, of detaching from, you know, worldly ideas and worldly things, which is again, pretty much impossible to do living in this society, unless you like really, really, really work, you know, through meditation and through practices and, you know, but who's got time for that? I mean, let's be honest, kind of a joke, but it's kind of true. It's, it's funny because it's like the one thing that would probably make life easier and give you more time, but the one the, it's like a hard thing to do, you know? Um, so I, I feel like social media really encourages that. It's like encourages you to identify yourself with, with ideas or causes or groups. Not only that, it encourages you to identify others with, you know, causes and groups and other things, you know? So and I don't like to use specific examples because then that can be me like, you know, being biased and I don't want to come off that way. So if you can imagine any kind of, you know, groups politically or, or, you know, races or religions or whatever. But I I feel like a common one is politics. You know, it's like you hear people talk like, oh, like these liberals or these conservatives or the left and the right. And, you know, it's like you hear like we're, we're conditioned to separate people into groups, you know, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to watch that kind of progression. Cause I, I feel like I have watched it. Like, you know, it started with, with a couple things and, and, but now it's just like, that's, that's what it is. And I don't think that's a good thing to encourage, you know, but the, the thing is now it's just like, it's just, that's, that's the norm now. Like that's what's accepted. That's what's talked about on the, you know, live TV and, and, you know, the news and everything and talk shows, but so it's just basically accepted. Like there are groups and there are sides and and people fall into one or the other. There's really no like in between. But I think what people a lot of times fail to remember is that when you get down to the individual level, um, you know, so you take people that are, you know, in one, one group, you know, or let's just say you, you consider people to be like the left on politics. And then you, you have a group of hundred people that you'll say, well, these are the left and like, they're terrible and they go against my ideologies. Or you say that about like, this is the right and they go against my ideologies. But then you have a group of 100 people and you say, well, this is Tom and this is like Laura and this is Ron. I don't know, whatever their names are. And you, you say, well, you get to know them on an individual level, um, you know, then you realize like, wait a minute, like they're actually, we align on a lot of things and our indifferences really don't matter as much as I thought they did. But that that's only the case when you break it down to the individual level and you could, you know, connect with people on an individual level, you know, whereas if you never do that, they're always going to be in that group and, and your, your similarities aren't ever, aren't ever going to be a factor. So I feel like, you know, group ideology is kind of like, you know, it's just like the way that people think now. So, and I think that's very, I think that's dangerous. I think it's sad. And, you know, I, I love a lot of the work of Jordan Peterson, you know, he's one of my favorite psychologists and authors, and he talks a lot about this stuff and I agree with a lot of it. And, you know, I, but again, like I don't really talk about a lot of it. So, um, I think, I think one of the biggest things where I feel like it's damaged, um, humans is the victim mentality, you know, and, um, you know, there's a lot of things that go on. And even this, I mean, I'm sure the people that listen to this know me and understand where I'm coming from. So I feel like nothing I say on here is really going to, you're not going to take it the wrong way. But, you know, there's a lot of, you see a lot of things where people are changing, you know, changing rules and changing names of things and changing the, you know, changing whatever needs to be changed in order to make someone else not feel 
offended or not feel upset, you know? And, uh, I'm, I honestly, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a, you know, is it because it never ends. That's the problem. It's like when you start doing that, it never ends and there's, you're never going to make everyone happy. There's always going to be something that's going to be offensive to somebody. And I, and I feel like the world is built now on catering to that, catering to the victim mentality and catering to, well, like, I didn't like this, this hurt my feelings. This made me feel upset. So you need to change it. And it's sad because any, you know, and I will, I will stand by this, you know, till the day I die. And I, again, still struggle with this myself, but like when you feel upset because of what someone else did, that's your own problem. That's not their problem. You know, that, that's a problem that you have. And, uh, that's, you know, you're, little ego and identity getting shooken up by something that somebody said because of your own insecurities. Like that's not someone else's problem. Um, as much as we, we all like to make it someone else's problem. And again, like I'm, anytime I say this stuff, I'm just talking from like a third person, you know, I'm not saying like I, I do this perfectly or I don't struggle with these things being a human. I'm just saying like, you know, when you kind of understand that you realize like, it's not good to be encouraging people to, you know, if something offends you or you don't, you don't like, you know, the way that somebody said something, and you start to like whine and complain about it. It's like, what does that really say about you? You know? And, and I think what should be encouraged is when you feel offended or if you feel offended by a sound that somebody made with their body, which is literally all words are, you know, it's a sound that someone makes even these, when you, when you take the labels away and imagine you didn't understand what I was saying, this would literally just be sounds coming out of you know a speaker um you know when that makes you upset or makes you offended you know i think what should be encouraged is looking inside of yourself and looking inward and saying all right okay well you know this really made me feel a certain way so what you know what is causing that like why why where is my weak point where i you know that really affects my whole energy in my whole day and like those things should be should be encouraged because when you do that like you you build yourself up to a place where doesn't matter what people say or do it's not going to affect you because you're living in your own world and you know you're living this life for yourself and when you do that you're able to fully give yourself to other people and I feel like that's kind of why it's so important it's like when you're living from like a weak you know insecure state it's so hard to do what you want to do and be confident in yourself and when you're confident in yourself you know others sense that and it, it inspires other people and you're able to kind of live your live your purpose and like put your full self and heart into what you're doing and, um, and I think that's a good thing for everybody. So that's why I don't think it's good to be encouraging. Like, you know, he said this, or she said this, like, you know, that offended me. It's like, I don't think that's good. It's, it's, it's tough, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to be on social media sometimes because I, I feel like I can't ever fully kind of express myself. Um, and I, I always have to be like watching now what I say or what I do. Um, you know, cause I have no idea what's going to offend somebody. And like, there have been things where like, I, I had no clue. Like I just said something or whatever. I don't, I can't think of an example, but just where somebody has been like really upset or, you know, felt alienated. And I'm not, it's, it's tough because you feel like you should just be like, Oh, well, that's my bad. I'm sorry. Like I need to change what I'm doing or saying, but I, I just don't, I just don't believe that. And I just don't agree with that for all the reasons I just said. And, and that's only for the purpose of, I feel like when somebody is upset by something you do or some offended by something you do, you know, it's, it's their responsibility to figure out why. And I'm not saying that's, you know, um, a reason to just go around and like call people names and, and make people upset. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Um, so please, you know, just don't twist it into that or, or take it that way, but hopefully you can kind of understand where I'm coming from and, and, 
again, it's kind of the, some of the reasons why it's it's hard I find to be on social media now because I want to say these things, um, but I can't because there's no way to word them without alienating people who are there, you know, to listen to my music and you know see my merch or see my shows. Like, so it's hard because. Um, I'm always feel like, like I'm restricting myself on social media. So I kind of decided now, like I'm only using it. I'm only going to use it for music, which I've pretty much done for the most part. But, um, I, I, you know, I no longer, you know, I just, I don't want people to expect me to reply to DMS anymore or reply to comments and stuff. Cause I've just kind of decided like, that's not, it's not for me anymore. Um, I'm going to be using it solely to, you know, when I have releases, when I have merch, you know, when, if I, I'm going to do live streams again, um, on, you now, I'm probably going to do my first one tonight, but that's, I mean, that's something I want to start to do again. Cause I do enjoy that. Um, but just as far as social media goes, I don't even like have it on my phone right now. Um, I, I'll like download it, you know, to make a post every now and then, um, or using my scheduling app, but I, I'm not going to have it on my phone. So, you know, I just don't want people to expect me to, to be on there, to be replying to messages. And that's another thing. It's like, you know, if I, if I, man, if like so many times I leave somebody on red and then a week later I'll be like, Oh crap, I didn't reply to this person. And then I have to do something else and I forget for another week. And then, you know, I'll get like a notification where the person like liked their message and I'm like, Oh crap. And, or sometimes people just be like, Oh, okay. You know, and they'll say something like that. It's just like, well, you know, now somebody thinks I, I, for some reason, have like a personal vendetta against them because I didn't reply to their message. And maybe that's going to make them, you know, unfollow me or not listen to my music because they think like, because I didn't reply to their message, because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, you know, I'm a terrible person. I'm angry at them or, or just, I don't care about them, you know? So there, there's also that pressure, which I am, you know, I, I'm just not, I, I don't reply to messages like I used to, you know, I, I rarely even check my, um, you know, my folders anymore. And half the time, if I open a message, I'll read it and mean to reply. And I just don't because I forget. Um, so there's also that it's like, I, I would rather not even open messages anymore. So people don't get upset that I don't reply, you know, cause I feel like that's also how we're conditioned. And it's weird because it's like you, like I grew up with like flip phones and like you, you see your friends at school and you don't, you can't even talk to them until the next day or like over the weekend, you don't talk to them because I only had a landline and you can call them. But you know, I, I grew up kind of, and also with touring, it's like, I, I see my friends like once a year, once a tr every two years, if we don't talk like in between that time, it doesn't matter. Like we just pick up right where we left off. So I kind of am around people for the most part that have that kind of understanding, that mutual understanding. And those are the kind of people I surround myself with and, you know, keep in my circle because that's how I operate. And it makes, it makes the relationship so much easier, so much, you know, easier to bond with people and, and get closer when there's not this expectation of like, you need to reply to my text every two seconds. And, you know, um, so that, that's, that's another reason. And I, I know it's kind of maybe pointless to kind of, cause you don't care like why I don't want to be on social media, you know, you've got your own stuff going on. You've got your own, you know, views and all that. I just kind of wanted to share. Cause I always feel like, I always feel like I need to justify things. I don't know. I've always kind of struggled with that. Um, but the, you know, those are some of the reasons and maybe, you know, depending kind of where you sit on the spectrum or where you're at, like maybe it'll, you know, give you some insights and some things to think about. And it's never because I don't want people to be happier. I don't want people to, you know, have an easy time, but I just don't think it should be like, just cause you don't like something or the name of something or the way that someone refers to you. Like, I just don't think it should really, the fact that it, it affects everybody the way it does is, is the sign of a way bigger problem. You know, it's not because it didn't used to be like this for sure. And I feel like social media has really just kind of escalated it 
and made it okay to play the victim. And not only that, this is something I didn't even touch on, but, um, you know, it's, it's really allowed people to point the finger at others as well, like with no consequence. And that's another thing that makes me so sad, man. You know, it's like, you know, people, number one, don't want to take responsibility for anything. And it's like, anytime they're upset, they want to just point the finger and like attack other people. And that's not good for your character. That's not good. That's not a good thing to train yourself to do. And, you know, not only that, it's like, it's, you can just throw people under the bus now and, you know, whenever you want to. And it's, it's really sad to see. And the main reason for that is it's like, you can never point the finger at somebody and, you know, not have a reason to point the finger at yourself too. Like nobody is that righteous, you know, no human being, um, can ever really like point the finger and say like, you're a terrible, terrible person. If you were truly honest with yourself, like you're also a terrible person, you know, in your own ways, for your own reasons, even if just things you think, you know, there's just no human being that, that is like righteous enough to say like, yes, you're wrong. You know, you did this wrong. You deserve to be punished. Like, I just, I just feel like it's just not a good mentality to sink into. And, and, for the most part, that's what social media is now. It's like you pick a side, you know, you attack the other side from your, from your keyboard or make a video. Um, and I just don't think it's good. And that's just my opinion. Um, I just don't think it's good for anyone's character. I don't think it's a good way to live. Um, and, and part of it is too, it's like, I have a lot of friends who have been thrown under the bus or, you know, been the ones throwing other people under the bus. And, you know, it sucks because it's like you, you have a good relationship with somebody outside of social media and you kind of see this stuff and then you're just like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like it, just, you know, keep it to yourself. It's like, it's, you're better off to keep those things to yourself because number one, it's not going to do anything. Like, and that's another thing with social media. It's like nothing you say really matters anymore because everybody's saying something. It's just a bunch of noise and, you know, getting likes on a post or getting a bunch of comments makes it feel like it matters, but it doesn't. And I, I know it's kind of a um, cynical view, but I feel like that's just how it is now. It's like, what it feels like things are happening, you know, it feels like you're making like an impact, I think now, but I think a lot of times, you know, it's really exaggerated on social media because of that little digital number that we see. Um, so I, I feel like a lot of times you can make more of an impact in your life, you know, rather than sitting there and like spending eight hours, like arguing back and forth of why, you know, you think one thing and someone else is wrong. You could just like live that way. And, you know, if you really believe something, then live that way. And other people will see that and want and want to know like, oh, like, you know, I notice like you're different or like you seem to have all these values, like what, you know, and then want to know how you live. And then I feel like is you can have an impact on somebody when you, when you show them kind of like, this is how I live. Like, this is why I believe the things I do. This is why it makes my life better. And, you know, instead of telling somebody like, this is why you're wrong, because that all that's going to do is make somebody want to tell you why you're wrong and kind of, you know, activate that defense mechanism. So I feel like a lot of times it's a waste of energy, um, to do. And not only that, but sometimes it's like, dude, like I know people who have been fired from a post they made on social media or, you know, something they made like two years ago or something. And it's just, to me, it's not worth that. It's really not. It's like, you never know who's going to see what you post and how that's going to impact a future opportunity or a current opportunity. And, um, yeah, I just don't think it's worth it. And that's just my opinion. Um, but I feel like you're better off to just like, you know, use, use social media for whatever you want to use it for, especially if you're a business though, I would really recommend not, you know, mixing your personal views, um, in with, you know, too, too, too extremely into what you're doing. I guess it obviously depends on what you're doing. Like if that's your thing, then that's your thing. I'm not saying, you know, there's not a market for, you know, talking about politics or, or, you know, talking about these things, if that's your thing. But I'm just saying, you know, for me, like I, I tend to respect people a lot more when I, you know, when they, 
when they're looking at their business as a business, you know, especially with musicians and actors and people that I know, it's like when you're using your platform to share your creations and, you know, encompassing everybody, then I mean, I just tend to respect people a lot more, um, when they're like that. And, and especially cause that, that kind of gives you a chance to know people on a more, uh, you know, a more personal level. So that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about social media and all that, but that's just kind of some insights and where I'm at with that. Um, I've also kind of noticed myself getting to, you know, a different point with my life as well, you know? Um, and this, this stuff is like hard to talk about too. Cause it's like, I want, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I'm always thinking of like, I don't want people to take things a certain way, you know, or like to be sad by something I'm saying, but I'm, you know, I feel like I'm at a point in my life too, where I've been doing say we can fly for, you know, 13 years now since 2009. And I've always kind of been in this mindset of like, okay, now what next, what next, what next? Like, what do I need to do next? And I've been in that mindset for 13 years, you know? And I, uh, I don't know after the tour I just did for some reason, I just kind of hit this point where I was like, you know what? I actually like, I want to see what it feels like to take a step back and, and approach things differently to where like, I don't have to do something next. Like, what if, what if I just wanted to, what if I was happy with what I've done with say we can fly, you know? And I kind of started like stir on this idea and realized that like I accomplished, I've accomplished basically everything I, I set out to accomplish, you know? And my goals were always, you know, th- specific things. Like I want to play warp tour. I want to be in alternative press magazine. You know, I wanted to be on MTV. I wanted to tour with second and serenade. And I, you know, there's obviously some other things, but I've done all those things, you know? And I'm just not in this position right now anymore where I want something else, you know, and it's, uh, it's kind of like scary in a way, but, but I've really kind of been sinking into it. And what it's kind of shown me is that like, it is actually okay to feel that way. And, you know, it's, uh, I think it's okay for me to allow myself to, to look at things differently and realize like, you know what, I have put in so much of my heart and so much work with something that, you know, allowed me to grow in my life and, you know, get to the place that I'm at. And, um, I think maybe it's time to start thinking about other things, you know, and to me, what that means right now is, you know, I'm going to, I'm always, I think I'm always going to put out music. I'm pretty sure I'm always going to continue to put out music like as often as possible. And, you know, every single year and every month is obviously my goal. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to stop releasing music and kind of using say we can fly, um, in that way. Um, as far as touring and stuff, you know, I don't know what that means. I don't really know what it holds. I just, uh, when I'm starting to feel is like, I really would like to take, you know, take the energy I put into say we can fly and kind of put it into something else. Um, you know, whether that's stay cozy, you know, really focusing on kind of growing that as a business and, and a brand, um, independent from say we can fly, you know, I'd like to really focus on, um, just more filmmaking as well. Uh, so I, I think I'd like to kind of shift my focus of thinking say we can fly is everything and my life depends on it to say we can fly something I've built and worked on for a decade and maybe it's maybe maybe it would be cool to use that and use the you know momentum I've I've gained and the tools I've I've gained from that to start a new project for a decade you know it takes like I want to take ten years to work on something else and see what I can build in in a decade you know while still keeping say we can fly feeding it you know doing what I need to do and it's it's actually been super refreshing to 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 actually like just think of that and be like, wow, like I could do that. It's not too late for me to do that. Like I could totally do that. And it's actually made me really excited instead of sitting there like, oh my God, like what do I need to do for say they can fly? I don't know what to do. Like, I don't even know what I want. 
it's actually been really great to just like take that little, you know, flower, like I've nurtured it, I've grown it, just set it down in a pot and like pull out a new pot and like some dirt and just be like, okay, like, cool. I'll, I'll water the other flower when I, when it needs it. But like, maybe it'd be cool to try to plant a new flower, you know? And that, and you know, I feel like any flower I plant would probably be something I've already worked on, you know, as far as like filmmaking or acting or, you know, the clothing line. So it wouldn't be anything too drastically different probably, but I, you know, that's just kind of where I've been at. And it's actually been really exciting, you know, cause I've learned so much from doing say we can fly. I've learned so much about, you know, uh, like music, filmmaking, editing, audio, you know, like technical stuff. Um, like I, I just, I feel like a lot of times because of what I learned from say we can fly, I go into situations and I, I understand things that a lot of people don't because I've had to learn so many aspects of different things for say we can fly. So, you know, it's taught me, it taught me a lot about personal growth, you know, people skills, how to talk to people, how to send good emails, you know, like how to, how to set up a business, how to do taxes, you know, how to, you know, just, just how, how to, how to operate and how to live and how to, you know, just how to do things. And uh, I, I think I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I am genuinely excited for, for what the future holds. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm stopping say we can fly cause I doubt I ever will. Um, I just feel like I'm going to kind of going to be transitioning a little bit, but I'm always transitioning. Everybody is, you know? And, um, and again, I just, you know, I want to say thank you. Like, I really want to say thank you to you guys because, you know, no matter how long you've, you know, whether you found my, my music or my existence a day ago or, or a year ago or 10 years ago, like you, you know, you're the reason I get to have an awesome life experience. And, you know, I get literally, like I always say, I would not be able to do it without you. And I don't mean that as like general group of people. I mean, like literally you, you know, because again, that's kind of coming down to like breaking down a group and a group is made up of individuals. You know, there would be no group without individuals. And, you know, you're literally the reason like you, you know, supporting me in any way, shape or form is the reason I, I can carry on and continue. So thank you. And, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to, to share a little bit of where I'm at because I think a lot of times too, people think like, you know, Oh, like you're just taking a break cause you need it for your mental health or like, you know, maybe you're not into say we can fly anymore. Cause I'm not, you know, posting on social media, people be like, Oh, I missed you. You know, like, and I just kind of don't want that looming in the air anymore. I just want, I want everyone to know, like, this is where I'm at. Um, what to expect, you know? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to start doing some live streams a couple times a week. <clears throat> I think, the, um, the struggle I've always had is like, I commit to too much. Like I'll, I'll tell myself like, I'm going to do one every day. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to start, you know, doing them once or twice a week and just kind of see how it feels. But, uh, I'm, I, you know, I've gone back and forth of like, should I use Twitch, but I'm going to use you now. Cause that's what I know. And that's what I love. And so, you now is where I'm going to do it. You slash say we can fly, but I'll, I'll make a post, you know, before I do those, uh, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff to see, so just so you'll know. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it guys. I, I really appreciate you, um, <clears throat> you know, listening to this, especially if you listen all the way through. Thank you. I know they're kind of long and yeah. So thank you. I really hope that you're doing good over there and, uh, I'll try to do another episode soon. Um, anyway. All right. Yeah. Check out the hoodie sale, staycozyclothing.com. We got some new pieces coming soon and, uh, all right. Stay cozy. Peace.